Well, we're going to get started. <clears throat> so welcome everyone that's joining us. This is our Think to Grow Rich session. And um, as I said last week, I hope that everyone had taken the time to dive into the part about what are you really doing? Like what are what steps are you really taking in that process and how are you growing? What does that look like? And just overall, are you taking the initiative to go forward? Like what is it that, that you're doing? How is it that you that things are unwinding and unfolding for you? And we gotta make sure that we're doing those things with uh with actual um with actually a plan in hand. So um I hope and as I said in the group me, those that saw that, I hope everybody took an opportunity to really just think about that and, and think about the place of being accountable um to yourself, most important. Um you have to be accountable to yourself and then um of course then you can be accountable to someone else where you gotta ask yourself, Am I walking in the place I need to be? Am I taking the necessary steps forward? You know, am am I really going forward in the fullness of what I need to do, or am I just, you know, twi- uh, 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 twisting, you know, twirling my thumbs and not taking serious um, the direction that you need to go? And so we got to stop sometimes, ponder for a minute, begin to think about that, begin to really analyze our lives, begin to just really think about the position that we're in, um, think about what we're trying to do, and what does that look like? How does that unfold? How does that uh, translate in the things that we're doing, and so often it's easy for us to get trapped up, um, you know, and and procrastinate. So um, I want us to just start getting to that place as much as we can, uh, but we definitely have to be accountable and start getting to really asking ourselves about the foundational part of uh, think and grow rich and. How are we going to get to that place? Because to be honest, we're, you know, we're in the part here um, where, and as I said, I wanted us to slow all the way down to make sure that at the end of the day we're getting to the root, we're getting to the meat and the potatoes, that we're getting to the substance of what we're talking about, the substance of going forward, the substance of growing, the substance of really making a plan of action, okay? And so with that being said, uh, I hope uh, tonight that you guys and I hope you guys came ready and prepared. I am super excited about the things that we are doing and preparing. Um, let's see, I believe we're on page. I want to make sure because I believe we ended. Um, I believe it was well, we said that I believe we ended uh let's see I believe we're on page fifty six yeah, I believe we're on page fifty six All right, so page 56, and we'll read from there. Abraham Lincoln was a failure at everything he tried until he was well past the age of 40. 
He was a Mr. Nobody from nowhere until a great experience came into his life around the sleeping genius within his heart and brain. Sorry, nobody from nowhere until a great experience came into his life aroused the sleeping genius within his heart and brain and gave the world one of its really great men. That experience was mixed with the emotions of sorrow and love. It came to him through Anne Rutledge, the only woman he ever truly loved. It is a known fact that the emotion of love is closely akin to the state of mind known as faith. Love comes very near to translating one's thought impulses into their spiritual equivalent. During his research, the author discovered from the analysts of the work and achievements of hundreds of men of outstanding accomplishments that there was the influence of a woman's love behind nearly every one of them. The emotion of love in the human heart and brain creates a favorable field of magnetic attraction. This causes an influx of the higher and finer vibrations that are afloat in the other, either. Let us consider the power of faith as it is with was demonstration, excuse me, let us consider the power of faith as it is was demonstrated by man well known to all of civilization, Muhammad Gandhi, Muhammad Gandhi of India. In this man, the world experienced one of the most astounding examples of possibilities of faith. Gandhi wielded more potential power than any man living in his time, and this despite the fact that he had none of the orthodox tools of power, such as money, battleships, soldiers, and materials of warfare. Gandhi had no money. He had no home. He didn't even own a suit of clothes, but he did have power. How did he come by that power? And he created it out of his understanding of the principle of faith, and through this ability to transplant that faith into the minds of 200 million people. Gandhi accomplished through the influence of faith something that the strongest military power on earth could not and never will achieve. Through soldiers and military equipment, he accomplished the astounding feat of influencing 200 million minds to, to call this and move in unison. In a single mind, what other force on earth except faith could do as much? In the mid-20th century, Martin Luther King, through his deep faith in his belief in human rights and dignity for all people, led men and women of all races, religious, religions, and beliefs to join in his struggle for civil rights. His dream that people would not be judged by the color of their skin, but the content of their character has not been fully realized. But his work and his death have led to significant improvements in civil rights and in, or in purpose to keep fighting for their achievement. The watchword of the future will be human happiness and contentment. When this state of mind has been attained, the production will take care of its more effectively than anything ever 
accomplished where people did not and could not mix faith and individual interests with their labor. Because of the need for faith and cooperation in business and industry, it will be both interesting and profitable to analyze a particular event. This provides an excellent understanding of the method by which industries and leaders of business accumulate great fortunes by giving before they try to get. The event chosen for the illustration dates back to 1900, when the United States Steel Corporation was being formed. As you read the story, keep in mind this fundamental facts, and you will understand how ideas have been converted into huge fortunes. First, the huge United States Steel Corporation. and thought driven by courage and faith. Through pages of of medical history or ritual illustrations of cases of suggestive suicide, a person may commit suicide through negative suggestions just effectively as by any means. In 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 the Midwestern city, a bank official named Joseph Grant borrowed a large sum of the bank's money without the consent of the directors. He lost the money through gambling one afternoon. The bank examiner the bank examiners came and began to check the accounts. Grant left and bank took room a local hotel. Where they found him three days later, he was lying in bed, waiting and moaning. Repeat every other word. My God, this will kill me. I can't stand the disgrace. In a short time, he was dead. The doctors pronounced the case one of mental suicide. 